Hello and welcome to another session of Fortinet Live. My name is Jonathan Nguyen. I'm a field CISO here in the Americas. Joining me today to discuss all things 5G is my colleague Joe Robertson, who's a field CISO over in EMEA. How are you, Joe? How are you doing today? Pretty good. And how about you, Jonathan? Things okay over on the other side of the pond? Things are just peachy. I think we're, we're finally starting to come out and see some daylight at the end of this long pandemic tunnel. And so which brings us to uh, discussions about 5G as, as we get this economy rolling again. So, you know, 5G is going to enable a tremendous amount of trans transformation, innovation, both enterprise side and on the service provider side. You know, this 5G ecosystem, if you will, introduces a lot of new edges and expands the digital attack service. And with that comes new security risks. So let's talk about these. What, what are you hearing from on your side of the pond? Well, a lot of what I'm hearing, I talk to a lot of enterprises especially, and what I'm hearing definitely is that there are enterprises that are looking to put in place 5G. They're looking to use private 5G networks uh, as opposed to network slicing, which really isn't quite available yet or ready yet. Um, they're hesitating between managing themselves or more of them are saying, uh, I'm going to have a private 5G network, but it'll be managed by the operator. Yeah, you know, I likewise, I, I deal with both the enterprise side, but really my bailiwick's over on the mobile network operator side of the house. And in the M&O space, I think they're beginning to see that um, edge-based computing is really coming on in a big way, and 5G enables that. And so they're finally seeing that transformative capabilities now in their networks, being going beyond just connectivity. They're really enabling a whole slew of new business models, new and better ways that these enterprises can now allow interaction with their brands. And so I think their primary concern right now is how do they have visibility across all these new edges? How do they support the types of SLAs that are you know, sub millisecond, right? And very, very tight tolerances to deliver those better business outcomes and those better experiences. And, and I think they're beginning to realize that in order to deliver on this promise of 5G and edge-based compute, they really need visibility that's cross-platform that delivers uh, same types of performance from that LAN edge, that WAN edge, the data center, and the cloud edge, right? And the need to try to make that as seamless as possible in the background. So that that's a lot of what I'm hearing about. There's a lot of excitement about it as well. But, you know, at the same time, um, there's a security challenge now because all of these edges need to be protected, both on the private 5G networks and public networks. And that's really top of mind as well. You know, what does that mean for, from, for IT leaders over in EMEA? What are they telling you? Well, certainly what, what I'm hearing is that, and I think what we're seeing is that uh, everyone's starting to recognize that 5G provides tremendous speed and, and latency advantages, but that, in fact, what has people really concerned is that security side. And so what uh, when I talk to them, uh, when I talk enterprises, we talk about the fact that really what you're going to have to try to do in an enterprise especially is focus on not on protecting individual pieces of the 5G environment, the, little, the devices, the virtual uh, uh, parts of it, but focus on uh, securing the use case. Okay, And the use case in many cases, at least what I'm seeing in Europe, that first use case is in production environments. It's in operational technology. And you know that that may be a, uh, uh, an oil refinery. It may be a, a large manufacturing operation. We have a lot of automobile manufacturing here, for example. And the thing that they are 
really excited about is that with 5G, you can have a super high density of devices. Uh, you can have, in fact, between thousands to tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of devices per square kilometer. And so they're looking at having all kinds of sensors and actuators and uh, probes and things in their production environments, providing data and constant monitoring, constant flow information, if you will. But that means that those devices have got to be well protected because we're talking not about just having data problems, but uh, if a, an attacker gets into some of those devices, we're talking about very dangerous situations, safety situations where equipment can uh, go haywire, where you can have you know, very hot metals or uh, caustic uh, chemicals that could suddenly be leaking and, and endangering not just the workers there, but people in the, the local area. So security is a, a real high uh, on the list of things to check off uh, items with the people that I'm talking about, the CISOs that I'm talking about in, in manufacturing and, and other uh, enterprises. Yeah, you know, you know, likewise on this side of the pond, and speaking of both the enterprise and, and the service provider space, I, I think there's this realization that in order to deliver that, the performance that's, you know, really advertised at the heart of digital transformation and 5G enables that, is there need to have this end-to-end -end visibility and control across both that private and public network ecosystem. In fact, it's very hybrid. And hybrid is, is the very nature of everything that we do in IT today, whether it's in computing or now in the network. And the challenge comes from the capability that you need to be able to deliver that speed and that scale end-to-end. And so what I'm seeing now is a realization that traditional security elements really aren't capable of keeping pace uh, with 5G. And for the service provider is that this, you may have great edge performance, but what happens when that traffic transverses across the hybrid, private, and public networks, right? And so there is a recognition now that we really need to try to take this opportunity to get things right. So we're gonna enable these value-added solutions we need the elements of that hybrid ecosystem across 5G to be built to purpose so that as you add on more volume, more variety, more velocity in the data itself, you don't have degradation in neither the network side nor the security side. And so we're seeing certain elements really come into play now across that private public uh, environment. Uh, AI certainly comes to play because of the sheer volume uh, of data, to process that much data, to understand that, to get to the point where these networks have a self-healing that's application aware, right? So that you can always optimize that traffic across a multitude of private and public networks to deliver those business outcomes. So I think across the board right now uh, for IT leaders is this, it's really about outcomes and experiences. And, you know, 4G isn't going away. 5G is coming on stream now. The challenge is how do we operate both types of technologies moving forward in an optimized fashion. And I think they're beginning to look at networking and security really as an integral solution versus that traditional sort of network operations, security operations in, in separate silos. So I, I think 5G and the notion of outcome-based solutions is really driving a, a change in mindsets uh, across the IT space. So, yeah, I, I fully yeah. agree with that. You know, we're talking about, uh, well, we're talking about uh, securing the, the use case. And in the case of 5G infrastructure, you know, it really, I think you hit on the first point, which is visibility across that network, the applications, the services, the whole ecosystem. Uh, and, and then 5G is going to generate enormous amounts of data. 
on the service provider side, there's going to be a lot of data that they have to deal with. But on the enterprise side, as I was saying, these devices that we're putting in, in production are going to be generating lots and lots of data. There's going to be lots of data on the network, what's happening on the network. And there's going to be too much for just human operators, whether they're in an OC or a SOC or in a combined, which is better, environment to deal with. And so for that, you absolutely need uh, AI, machine learning to bring order to the chaos of all that data. Yeah. But but even that's not enough, is it? it you need yeah. to be able to automate the responses as well yeah. with uh, you know, playbooks and yeah. uh, uh, scenarios for reacting to what goes on. And, and in that way, you can protect the use cases, yeah. a scenario or a playbook for different use cases and mitigate those threats that you know they're, they're going to come in. You know that attackers recognize the critical nature of 5G. So they're going to be looking to attack it. Yeah, so for the service provider side of the house, as you alluded to, you know, not only do we have business outcomes, but because of the operational technologies involved, we have life and limb issues as well and physical safety. And I think the service provider space, especially the MO side, uh, as they move up the value chain and deliver, you know, greater value and greater revenue opportunities, there's a need now that it's the security needs to be in depth because in order to enable digital transformation. You know, it's not just a stateful firewall that's needed or an SD-WAN controller. It's everything across API security. It's around the security around web application firewalls. It's the need to apply zero trust. And the challenge is how do you deploy 5G that is secure across, you know, your, your SD-WAN stack at speed and at scale so that's seamless. You don't have degradation of performance. So on the networking side, on the MNO side of the house, there certainly is an opportunity to move up the value chain. But with that comes the realization that it's much more than just connectivity right now. And I think that's a fundamental transformation on the MNO side, that they're not just the pipe pipes anymore. Now now it's really about delivering solution sets. And that's, that's a big change for MNOs. Uh, absolutely. And in, in many ways, I think what we're seeing is that we've got a, a situation where the technology is moving so fast and people are starting to realize that the networking is going fast, but the security has to keep up yeah. and you can't let it be the blocking point when you're talking about you know, one, two millisecond latencies and, yeah. and speeds that can go up to 10 gigabits per second in bursts, things yeah. like that. You've got to have the, the, the security environment that can deal with not only those kinds of speeds, you use a really useful and important word there. You talked about seamless because there's lots of different ways of protecting different aspects of the network, different aspects of the, the use case. And attackers are looking for the seams between those. Yeah. And that's what they're searching for. And what's important is to be able to, for operators and for enterprises, is to be able to have a holistic view that is seamless and having uh, one type of device talking to the other. So when a threat is seen in one place, that it's seen in, also in another and is protected. And uh, having a fabric is something that we've been talking about for a number of years in the enterprise, but it really is crucial for the MNO in that 5G environment and, and for that enterprise in the OT environment and for their standard uh, enterprise environment as well. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely see that. So I see a, a whole new series of challenges that are going to emerge between the edge compute, that enterprise edge, if you will, and then on that telco or MNO service provider edge on that, that local cloud, that, that local edge cloud, right? And so the ability to ensure performance and security between those two edges and then from there to the core cloud edge, I, I think it's an extraordinary level of complexity. And unless you have 
an integrated platform, you don't have that cross-platform, cross-domain visibility and control. And most of the CISOs are telling me today, because it's outcomes, you need to have both networking, security, and the compute all working you know, in unison. So yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's one of those rare times where you see both the enterprise side and the service provider side really align. And, and this is kind of a fresh start in, in some ways. So beyond that, though, you know, something that's that's not often discussed is, is how 5G can actually help some critical security priorities now. So what, what are your thoughts around that? How does this advent or accelerated adoption of 5G give us an opportunity to address some other security priorities? Well, there's a, a few things that are in that one is 5G has a certain amount of security built in. It, it actually creates automatically uh, micro segmentation. So devices are segmented uh, and, and that already that's a good thing. But if you look at what's really going on when analysts look at it, there have been reports recently by the U.S. government, by the, the EU, which said that security is OK, but it's not enough. And, and it really makes sense that it's not enough because when you look at the fact that 5G being cloud and, and being very virtualized uh, and also being so distributed, there's a lot more uh, attack surface there. And so it's, it's really important to be able to protect more than just what we used to do. Now, what you alluded to earlier, I think, is one of the key things. It's the knock and the sock. And those are coming together. They need to come together in 5G because they're totally integrated. Uh, and, and actually, we're seeing that more and more in almost every environment, that the, the security is integrated in the networking, or if it's not integrated, it needs to be. But in 5G, you can't pull them apart. So I think one of the, the big areas that 5G is generating uh, uh, improvements in security is just in this forcing knocks and socks and, and the people who deal with them, obviously, the, to be talking to each other and understanding each other and using the same tools, using the same uh, artificial intelligent tools, using yeah. the same uh, machine learning tools to uh, be able to tri uh, do triage and understand this massive data that's being generated. Yeah. So I think 5G is going to be a stress test for networks, right? And it's going to force enterprises and their leadership teams to prioritize things to make this work because the speed of business is going to be a 5G speed, right? Which is 10 times faster than, than 4G. And so in order to deliver that, security and networking have to work at 5G speeds. And network operations, security operations really need to collaborate better. So they need to use the same tool sets, as you said. They need to find better ways of communicating and collaborating because the business isn't going to slow down. And so in order to be uh, relevant in this space, this M&O side of the house is beginning to see that, yeah, you actually need technology that's built a purpose at 5G speeds to deliver security that can do it in a very distributed hybrid ecosystem across that LAN, WAN, data center, and cloud edge. And you need to deliver that level of cross-platform visibility and control on a single pane of glass and make it a seamless experience for the end customer. And so I think here's an opportunity where we have we get a chance to do things right to get security right from the outset and not try to bolt it on after we've gone down the road on 5G and i think it's an opportunity for us to apply those hard lessons that we learned over the last 20 odd years right <laughs> and i think consistent with that now as we go through technology refreshes as we consolidate on the edge as we move towards secure sd wan you know making sure that those elements 
in that technology stack, whether you're on the enterprise side or the service provider side, is actually enabled to optimize 5G performance is how we begin to get cybersecurity right. And when we think about zero trust, we think about secure SD-WAN, I think this is the right opportunity. And so, yeah, you know, I, I've been in this business for uh, a lot longer than I care to think of. This reminds me of the, the times when IT was the blocking point for what the businesses wanted to do. The process of cre creating applications was just too long. And that led to things like the, uh, uh, shadow IT. It led to agile, uh, agile programming and, and DevOps and things like that. And that has been very good for the entire and ecosystem, the computing and the enterprise. Well, the enterprise is driving the speeds that 5G provides. The enterprise wants to use that in production, in business. And IT and networking have got to come, uh, and, and security have got to come together and, and make it happen because the enterprise, the business is not going to let them sit back and, and just say, oh, can't do it yet. That, those are great points. Hey, Joe, I, I understand there's some, some news that's coming out soon. Have you heard about this? What can you tell us about this? Yeah, there's um, a new 40 extender, 40 extender 5G, uh, which is coming out, which is part of actually it's a whole uh, environment that we're coming out, out with, which is bringing 5G into the 40 net security fabric. So integrating it into the 40 net security fabric with, as I said, the 40 extender 5G. There's also a new model of 40 gate with 5G integrated. And it's just the beginning of uh, really bringing 5G as a natural extension to the 40 gate security fabric. That's awesome news, Joe. Well, hey, that, that's about all the time we've got for this, uh, uh, this session of Fortinet Live. I want to thank my good friend, Joe Robertson, and thank you all for joining us for this session. My name is Jonathan Wynn. Have a great day. So long.